0: Folks, the Mariners are back to two games over 500, that is. Our thoughts on the big win and the small trade Seattle made coming up here on the Locked On Mariners post game show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors! It is Wednesday, July 26, 2023. This is Tedding Gazzalas and Colby Patnode for the Locked On post game show, brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper picks, and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description of this episode. Eight to seven, the final score from Target Field, Dylan Moore. And Julio Rodriguez do the heavy lifting as the Mariners get back to two games over 500 with a big, big, big win over the Minnesota Twins. So naturally, Colby, the Mariners, of course, should now trade Cody Bellinger. Is that right? Do I have that right?
1: Mm -hmm. Right, right. I mean, yeah, obviously, they're clearly a very good team. They if they had Bellinger, they sweep these last two series and all of a sudden they're. what four or five games over 500 and very much in the race and you know they are also very much in the race right now so yeah Mm. get go get them the help they've earned so yeah you win back-to-back series against good playoff teams you've earned some help go get it and you know all due respect to Trent Thornton that's not help so go get real help like Cody Bellinger
0: we will talk about the Trent Thornton deal later on in the show we're gonna spend like two minutes on it just to to make that clear but yeah we will talk about it um all right so dylan moore like i said Mm -hmm. had a had a big day and uh you sent me a very very interesting message while we were both watching the game about a couple hours ago after he hit his second of two home runs today uh you said dylan moore quote is a god you -hmm. heard it here first folks colby padnode has seen the light
1: yeah back in 2020 when i was the first one to actually say dylan moore should get all the playing time at second base and you and joe doyle friend of the show sat there and told me no 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 you should go get colton wong instead well well, well. i
0: I did, not. Well,
1: I did not well well well
0: also i believe it was john and not joe doyle
1: uh, no john joe was there
0: joe was there okay maybe yes. it was both of them yeah
1: uh you're probably right but joe is Mm -hmm. definitely there and i say that just to point out the fact that i beat you again joe again (laughs) right (laughs) uh but colby
0: colby says that he knows more than joe doyle that's right Oh,
1: absolutely i think that's been proven over and over again lockdown mariner's exclusive yep yeah all joe is is like what the process i don't know what his title is but he's like the expert at like (laughs) at future star series uh which is you know probably the best you know uh prospect Service uh, in the country right now, so. But yeah, yeah. No, nah. nah, I got you. like I, I like. You can give me a call. I'll teach you anything you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well all
0: all of that support for Dylan Moore in 2020 was undone by how uh you felt about him yeah. last year and what you said that's about fair. him all of last I mean, year fair. so sure so there you go you know but me my belief it
1: never wavered you never had not, any to begin with
0: not not one bit no no not, no No. no when I you was said I was should Dylan, put him on the IL again I was I was Dylan Moore's biggest fan I totally did not get on this show two weeks ago and say you know they should go sell him or you know send him down to triple-a because he clearly cannot hit major league pitching <laughs> Definitely well, did not say that.
1: I'm pretty sure your exact words are, he should be the starting center fielder and they should bench Julio. I'm right. pretty sure that's what you said. Right. That's actually what I said. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, So yeah, Demo is seven for his last 16. He has, I don't know, six extra base hits during that time, mm-hmm. uh, including the two home runs that I mentioned today. Uh, that includes a big three-run home run that gave the Mariners some much-needed insurance because the pitching today was not particularly great we will talk about that a little later on uh but um i mean at least for now we got the deadline coming up in what six days uh should dylan moore be playing every single day for the mariners right now
1: more or less i mean there there's really no reason to we don't know exactly how he feels physically um you know he appears to be fine but we haven't seen him play you know i don't think we've seen him play more than twice in a row so um yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how he's feeling physically, but yeah, in theory he should, because he's uh, a hot bat right now and you have the at bats to give. I mean, I know Colton Wong's looked a little bit better um, as of late, but you're not letting that stop you from putting your best guys out there. So uh, yeah. And kind of the beauty of Dylan Moore because of the versatility is that you don't even have to take away more at bats from anybody else just to get Dylan Moore, his at bats, because mm-hmm. you could just, on a day off, just a scheduled day off, Dillamore could be in the lineup. And this is a good way. We've talked about this, right? How the Mariners starters played so many games they had so few days off. And it's because the Mariners weren't utilizing their bench. Now they can, if Dillamore is going to hit, like, you know, Dillamore did even last year where it's mostly on base driven and he's got some pop um, that helps you a tremendous amount because yeah, it would be nice to give JP more than one day off every, you know, six, seven weeks that'd be nice uh, for JP too. I'm sure Uh, it'd be nice to give Gino a day off. It'd be nice to give, you know, Julio a day off. And now without Jared, without Jared Kelnick uh, in the mix, you kind of need that platoon bat uh, to go up there against lefties. And, and you know, that's always been Dylan Moore's, you know, bread and butter. So yeah, I Mm -hmm. I think Moore should be in the lineup a lot going forward. There's really no reason for him not to be um, unless, you know, of course we see what they do at the deadline. Uh, So but until then, yes, he should be in the lineup as much as he can physically handle it and as much as the, the matchups allow. There are just some pitchers where Colton Wong is going to be a better matchup. And it it's not necessarily lefty righty, it's just stuff, you know, all that stuff. So sure, sure. Uh there are going to be times where Moore's going to have to sit on the bench, sure. But yeah, as as if it's a toss up, you should probably give it to Moore uh at most positions and, and uh just write out this hot streak as much as you can because. You don't know when it's gonna go away. And I know that riding streaky bats is not the best way to go for the long term. But uh, you know, you wrote out the Mike Ford hot streak and and he kept you afloat uh as a result. And and so you're kind of hoping to do the same here. It's not the best plan in the world, but I think it's based on what you have on your roster right now, it is the best way to go.
0: It's all you can do right yeah. now, really. It's your only option. So yeah. Uh so it's been a nice little stretch for Demo who's playing a lot more often now, too. So and uh, the Mariners have reaped the rewards of that so far. Uh Julio has had a really nice two-game stretch here. Obviously, had the big game last night with two home runs, including a clutch two-run home run to tie the game.
1: How did that, how did that taste coming out about, of your mouth? About, huh?
0: about damn time is what I'll say oh, about okay. that. Okay, okay. About, sure. Damn, sure. about damn time. Yeah, very, very excited about that. And then he came back today and picked up right where he left off. Lead-off double in the first scores uh home run his next time up had an awful at bat with the bases loaded nobody out but we'll ignore that uh he had a hustle double uh the next Mm -hmm. time up i think he scored after that right Um, uh yeah gino drove him him in gino drove him in yeah so uh yeah really nice two days here for julio so Mm -hmm. is he back
1: is he back man i hope so um it is uh it was it was nice to see julio back in the leadoff spot i i do think ultimately that's where i want him to be um, but he has to earn it, and today he was there because JP was scheduled to get a day off, anyways. But he also did take a, a you know a pitch right off the side of his knee yesterday, so I'm sure there's some swelling there. Um, but he was there kind of by default, like legitimately. If not Julio, who hits leadoff? It it might have been Colton Wong, so <laughs> or Dylan Moore. Um, so yeah, uh, Julio he, he was great today. Um, I think the rule is if you go three for five. With two doubles and a home run, you're not allowed to pick apart the the bases loaded in the fourth inning at bat. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I I think you just give him a pass on that one. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean it's it's been great the last couple days. uh, You know, it's pretty interesting. Julio's strikeout rate is is steadily going down, and it's back to where it was last year. His walk rate is what it was last year. Um, So there there are some signs that Julio is starting to turn the corner already. Um, But yeah, you know, obviously games like this help. Uh, games like last night help and, and they just kind of get rolling, uh, in the right direction and, and momentum is, is something else. And, and it's funny. You look at Julio the last two days and the Mariners offense has exploded and scored what 17 runs in the last two days. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why it's because Julio looks like a superstar again. Yeah. So well, I, I sure hope this is, the, I sure hope he's back. Uh, um,
0: yeah. And we, and we talked after the, uh, the blue Jays series when, you know, he had a couple of chances late in games and he didn't come up. Um, that, you know, it's just, we're waiting for him to, to actually be able to come through in these moments and just get one. Cause I think once he gets one, he'll, he'll start to get rolling here. And I mean, lo and behold, again, he picks up right where he left off today and has a huge game. So Mm -hmm. hopefully he keeps that going Mariners get a much needed day off tomorrow before they face the Arizona diamondbacks. You can catch that series. The Mariners hometown broadcast with Sirius XM via the SXM app. Uh, So, we're going to talk about the Mariners pitching today, specifically Bryce Miller. It was a weird day for Miller. So, we're going to go over that in just a moment. But first, a reminder this episode of the Lockdown Mariners post game show is brought to you by Sleeper. Are you using the Sleeper app for daily fantasy baseball? When to times your money by 100, Sleeper is now offering up to a 100 times payout for up to 8-pick contests. Choose as many as 8 players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats like home runs, strikeouts, hits and more. Get your picks right, you can win big. If you think Julio's going yard like today, add him to your lineup. If you think Luis Castillo's striking out six or more, add him to your lineup. Making your picks is easy and takes only 30 seconds or less. And if you win, you can withdraw your payouts safe and quickly. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And you're listening to the Locked On Post postgame show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 8-7 to win over the Minnesota Twins. Again, they have an off day tomorrow. But they'll get back after it on Friday against the Arizona Diamondbacks down in Phoenix. You can catch all the action on the Mariners hometown broadcast with SiriusXM XM via the SXM app. So, weird day for Bryce Miller. He started out really well, but then gave up Four solo home runs, uh, six earned runs in total, eight hits over five and two thirds innings pitched, uh, struck out seven, zero walks. Uh, before we get into the struggles here, Colby, we saw a little bit of a wrinkle from Miller today with the changeup, and it actually worked pretty well for him uh, through eight changeups. Not, not a whole lot, but on those eight changeups, half of them resulted in a swing and a miss so uh, what did you think about that again before we get into the uh, the negatives of his day
1: yeah it was it's actually a really good pitch and it was kind of surprising to see him use it uh because we have heard about bryce miller's changeup but he's he's really stuck to fastball slider even against the lefties and, and minnesota stacked lefties in their lineup the last two days and part of that is just roster construction they have a lot of lefties but the other part of it is a legitimate game plan. And we saw it work against both Kirby and Miller today. Um, they got the fastballs in the zone and they, they were aggressive with them, but the counter that Miller came up with, it was a really good changeup. The best changeup we've seen um, for Miller and, and he's, he's flashed it once or twice. I remember him throwing a couple good ones against the Braves and, and whatnot, but for the most part, it's been fastball slider. And today it was just a, a really good changeup. Uh it sat, it was between 83 and 87 miles an hour um, you know, average of 84.6. The fastball was, uh, the average fastball was, uh, 96 today or yeah, 96 today. So it's a pretty good, uh, difference. And we saw some fade and some good tumble to the pitch too. And and we saw a lot of bad swings, which tells me that he's, he sold it really well to the hitter, same arts arm speed, same, uh, you know, same arm slot and all that stuff. So yeah, it was, it was a pretty interesting, uh, pitch to see him use. It was, probably his best pitch, although the slider wasn't half bad either. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting to say the least. Um, and, you know, it was probably born out of necessity, but it is nice to, if, if he could consistently have that change up going forward, Miller's like a number two starter at some point in his career. Because yeah. he throws a, plenty of strikes and, and yeah, the fastball again, it's a really good fastball, but he has to have a slider and a changeup if he's going to be a, you know, mid-rotation or better starter. And today he had both. He just, you know, a little bit unlucky. It seems like every time he was in the zone, it got hit hard. Um, so yeah, kind of a weird day for Bryce Miller.
0: Yeah. So he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine hard hit balls given up today. Um, thankfully all the home runs again were solo shots, so they didn't do a ton of damage, but they did help the twins get back into this game. Even when it looked like the mirrors were going to cruise to a win and that ultimately made, uh, today's game pretty interesting when it really didn't need to be. But, uh, you know, that's, that said, they still won the game. Um, so yeah, just, you know, kind of a bump of the road for, for Miller or something,
1: you know, we should be concerned about. Um, I'm a little concerned that he seemed to to wear down a little bit in the fourth and fifth inning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I he's had a, he had a long break with the blister in the first two times out. The Mariners were really careful with his pitch count to try and you know make sure the blister didn't open back up again. Uh, so yeah, I, I do wonder. You know, innings wise, he's fine, but at some point, you still hit a wall, and so I, I do wonder if maybe we're getting to that point with Miller. But he'll have an extra day off now between this and his next start. Uh, which will be against Boston, which is, uh, you know, pretty interesting and, and tough, uh, you know, test for him. But he'll be back at T-Mobile, and, and I think he'll be fine uh, going forward. Like, I don't think that this is Miller, like, running out of ammo. right? I think this is just general wear and tear of, of a full season, and sometimes pitchers, they just, you know, they got to push through some stuff. So I'm not overly concerned. The, the fastball velo was good today as well. And like I said, the slider – it generated plenty of whiffs. It was forty-four percent whiff uh, pitch. Uh, it just, you know, not a ton of called strikes. He threw it a lot. So, yeah, I think teams are just going to be very aggressive with him, like they are with Kirby, and it's going to be his job to make sure that uh, he gets chases outside of the zone so he can expand it.
0: So, Andres Munoz redemption this afternoon, kind of. Kind of uh, he did give up the the single to Vasquez, which, by the way, Christian Vasquez, seriously like hasn't hit at all this year and then he goes three for four today he was just kind of a pest all series Arcane long
1: Maldonado. like aldonado
0: right exactly exactly also vasquez former astros catcher of course uh michael a taylor advances to second um but Munoz is able to hold him there so nice to see nice little confidence boost and obviously you know the Mariners again playing 13 straight out of the break. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and their bullpen being in complete disarray with how how much guys have been used. I mean, Paul seawald has been just run into the ground here, used five out of six days uh, before today. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, got a got a day off today finally. Um, but uh, yeah, they were able to manage because you and I again we were we were talking amongst ourselves during the game and we're like, Ugh, this bullpen with where it's at right now, mm-hmm. having to hold a one-run lead
1: against this offense, uh, yeah, they're. So. they're Looks like they're using the bouncy balls today too. Like it's just like it's 80 degrees and sunny, and it's just like this is the perfect, perfect condition. Home run derby today, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you're just kind of sitting there, like, oh, um, and to our credit, Munoz gave up hard contact like a lot of it, like, sure, sure, three of the four batters he faced, (laughs) like, absolutely crushed the ball, so sure. Yeah, sometimes it's better be lucky than good. But yeah, Munoz is, is struggling lately. Uh, so at the end of the day, he got three outs and didn't didn't give up a run, and that's really the only thing we care about. But yeah, it is. Something he's look, hanging
0: that slider a bit.
1: He is. He is.
0: He's kind uh, of daring teams to, or mm-hmm. hitters to mm-hmm. to just drive that ball fifty million miles up to the moon. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it was interesting about today's outing though. Didn't throw it. Uh, typically, he's sixty five, sixty six percent slider. Today it was mm-hmm. the opposite. He was. Uh, sixty-six percent uh fastball. Now it's yeah thirty-three percent four seam, thirty-three percent two seam. But it's a lot of fastballs for Andres, which might tell you how he feels about his command of the slider right now. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say is that
0: he probably doesn't have a ton of confidence in that pitch at the moment. Right? Um, probably doesn't last that long because again, like I said the other day, Munoz is a great pitcher. Right? This is gonna happen. You're gonna hit bumps in the road, whatever. He'll 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 work through it. Uh. But yeah, right we now, I saw it last year too.
1: Like I don't
0: feel super confident when he takes the mound at the moment, but he'll get there. He'll get back on track. Yeah. So, not not something to be too worried about.
1: It would be really nice if somebody could step up and kind of take on a high leverage role situation. Sure. Um, you know, and maybe that's Barroa when he comes back up, maybe the Mariners go and, and get a guy. And, and I mean, I'm not talking like, go get another Andres Munoz, but can you go get another Justin Topa at least? Or, or do you have that guy already and can you just get him to the big leagues already? Um, but yeah, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a rough day for the bullpen and Barry Brash was actually okay. Uh, didn't have great command of the slider, but you know, if Tao makes a, a pretty routine catch uh, out in right field, he gets out of that, giving up just the one inherited runner and and nobody cares yeah. so
0: and he didn't give up a hard hit ball today so no yeah he's no, looked a lot better lately I, I don't think we've really talked about that on here sure. we talked about it on our patreon but yeah Brash has looked a lot better as a like for the last month or so
1: yeah uh, a lot fewer walks uh you know it just brushes a time bomb at some point he's going to walk three guys in a row like sure. it's going it's happen. to happen um and it, i'm not saying you have to live with it it's something he has to fix but Dude's still pretty good. Um, You know, got three whiffs today, uh, four called strikes. Uh, So seven of his 14 pitches were no damage strikes. Um, So yeah, he he was fine. Like just some bad luck, uh, bad defense more accurately. But uh, yeah, Brash was, was, was fine today. Not, not super sharp. The slider, he, he couldn't really, he threw a really good one to Correa. To, to end the inning, But aside from that, the slider was just kind of, eh, it was okay, but it wasn't anything special, but Hey, you know what? A uh, quick shout out to Gabe Spire and Justin Topa who have also been used quite a bit recently. Yeah. And yeah. they both came out and they were really good in particular. Gabe Spire, who went against the, uh, the heart of the, uh, the twins lineup with all those lefties and just dominated them. So uh, yeah, Spire, We'll see if he survives the deadline. I bet there are going to be a lot of teams interested in him. But him yeah. and Topa, again, kind of the unsung heroes of the day. They they kept the, the score where it was, and the Mariners' offense unfortunately was not able to add on. But they scored eight, so like kind of hard to be too upset about that.
0: You're listening to the Locked On Mariners post game show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners beat the Twins eight to seven at Target Field to win the series two games to one. Uh, again, they have an off day tomorrow, but on Friday, you can catch them playing the Diamondbacks on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with Sirius XM via the SXM app. Uh, so speaking of the bullpen, uh, the Mariners made a trade today. Very, very small trade, but a trade nonetheless. It is chill season after all. So we are going to talk about it. Uh, we're not gonna spend a ton of time on it probably uh but uh yeah they they got an interesting arm that that might factor into the bullpen at at some point here uh they acquired right-handed pitcher trent thornton from the toronto blue jays for infielder mason mccoy who we've talked about uh he uh, has had a decent year down in triple A, uh, but uh, doesn't get a chance to uh, make his major league debut with Seattle. So, uh, maybe he gets an opportunity in Toronto, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Thornton's kind of interesting, former starter, um, high spin rate guy, very high spin rate guy, both on the fastball and the curveball. Uh, has a, a sweeper that has produced some good results over the last few years. Uh, he's thrown like five innings this year, one six ERA somewhere in that ballpark, uh, but obviously very small sample size on that front. Uh, but what do you think about Thornton? Something interesting here or just another dude?
1: It's it's the Mariners in a pitcher, so there's always something interesting here. Um, yeah. But actually, you know, uh, Thornton does have some a pretty decent track record of, of some success at the big league level. Um, you know, he made 29 starts back in 2019. He was okay, kind of number five stuff. Um, and then yeah, it, it's been hit or miss with with him, but there are a lot of things to like here, including, you know, high fastball spin, which is nice, obviously. Uh, and good curveball spin, which is always nice. Again, typically the better the spin, the better the stuff, but that's not always the case. Um And yeah, like you mentioned, there was a sweeper that he threw a lot last year, and it was actually his best pitch. So I'm thinking that they might see him as, I mean, it'll look different, but essentially Justin Topa uh, because I think it's going to be 92 to 96 with good run on the fastball and kind of a sweeping slider. And he does have a a curveball, a hammer uh, that he can drop uh, on hitters on occasion. So I think what, what this is about in particular, what their thought process is with him, is let's simplify the 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 repertoire right like let's let's get him to I mean you you had some stank on that repertoire yeah uh (laughs) let's get him let's get him to the three pitches like because right now he 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 throws he throws four pitches let's cut it down to two let's get him fastball uh let's get him fastball sweeper uh Mm -hmm. and then occasionally drop the curveball on him I think that's kind of what they're they're going to do um, you know the curveball and the fastball have been hit hard this year, but again, it's only been like eight innings or something like that. Five. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. so the sweeper is is probably the best pitch, and, and the curveball was okay last year, but it really is when you look at the numbers uh, against last year, his best pitch were sinker and sweeper, uh, and the curveball is okay. So to me, I think this is kind of the idea here is like let's just get another Justin Topa. Uh, where it's going to be a running two seamer in the sinker and then the, the sweeper away and then occasionally drop the curveball that is my guess for how they plan to use them um mm-hmm. but the fact that he does have starter you know experience it could be that he is down in AAA, and they're going to try and stretch him out in case they can't uh get to a price they like in the number five starter market but i think this is just good good quality depth and you got him for basically free
0: yeah pretty much and let's just say it the blue jays not particularly the greatest organization when it comes to developing pitching. So sure. yeah. Uh maybe there's something there that the Mariners have identified that the uh, blue jays just could not. So again, we say it time and time again, whenever they add a reliever, even when it's guys like Zach Mukinhorn, you gotta at least not completely discard it because sure. uh they they've earned that
1: reputation. So and, and Thornton's better, better stuff than Muckinhorn, right. he's better than Sweet, like He's a legitimate, I think, he's a legitimate middle relief option uh, at yeah. the big league level. He might be better than Festa. Like, but it, it's just about depth, right? Just building depth. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, anytime you can get an interesting arm for free, what? no offense yeah. to Mason McCoy, uh, you should do it. Because yeah. Thornton's going to help the Mariners more than McCoy ever could.
0: Right. So, you know, best to Mason McCoy. He might yep. be able to get a major league shot because of the defense. Obviously, the bat has been virtually nothing. Uh, yeah. But uh, defense is really good. And he's had a pretty good year down in Tacoma on that front. So, um, you know, best to him, and uh, we'll we'll see how that goes, and we'll see how uh, or what they do rather with uh, Trent Thornton the uh, for the rest of the year, and see if he gets a shot at the major league level at some point with uh, Seattle as they continue to churn their bullpen. And you know, maybe if they make a trade here with uh, one of their relievers, uh, spot opens up for Thornton. Uh, so yeah, all right. Anything else before we get out of here, Colby, as you are frozen on my end. And it looks like you were completely frozen on my end. So that's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On post postgame show uh, for Colby Patnode, who is frozen. Look at that face. Look at that face. I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Danny Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T one one. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. That's one word: Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.